So when I start taking the photos about them, I want to let people, I want to let people know that there is a guitar artist living in this village, and I want to document the story about those people.、Uh, after so, because the urbanization. This photography podcast is brought to you by Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. Here is your today's host, W. Scott Olsen, with another fascinating conversation. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another podcast from Frames Magazine. My name is Scott Olson, and we are doing something really, really special today. We are going off to China. We're going to talk with Rong Rong, one of the planet's、uh, most interesting, most important, and most provocative and wonderful photographers, who is also the co-founder、um, of the Jimmy and Arles International Photo Exhibition, which is going on right now as we are recording. This exhibition, this festival. Goes on from the 25th of November to the 3rd of January. It's got 30 exhibitions by more than 100 artists、uh, everywhere from Brazil, China, France, Thailand, the United States, you name it. It's got a huge special thing going on called the Horizon, and it is really our honor, our pleasure to talk with the co-founder, the co-director, Rong Rong. We're going to get to him in just a second, but I don't speak a word of Chinese. So once again, we have been absolutely blessed by the services of a translator. Boy, you are going to be the media the mediator today. You're going to be the one doing both sides of the fence. How are you doing today? T- tell us how in the world you wound up sitting in this chair tonight. Hello, I'm Boyi. So I'm so pleasure to translate it for Rong Rong and for Frame Magazines. And today I'm currently in Xiamen, Jimei, ah,、uh, Jimei Xiamen, and I'm currently work with Rong Rong with Three Shadows in the Jimei Alice International Photo Festival, and it is my great honor to be here. And thanks,、uh, thanks for having me. Well, it, it is our pleasure because, man, w- without your talents and your insight, this interview wouldn't happen. And I am looking forward to it. Rong Rong, you are really one of the A-list people. You are one of the special ones. Your work has been all over the planet. Outstanding contribution to photography prize from Sony World Photography, international award from the Society of Photographic Society of Japan, exhibitions and private holdings everywhere. My my heavens, the Asian Art Museum, the Getty Museum, the Ivory Press Museum of Modern Art, Metropolitan Museum. Of our Tokyo Metropolitan Museum of Photography, you are an absolutely fantastic and important photographer. So it is our honor to have an opportunity to chat with you about the festival and about your own work. Welcome, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you for inviting me into the podcast, and thanks for having me today. Well, it is our pleasure, Rongrong. I want to get to the festival and what's going on there in just a moment. I've been doing a little bit of research, and you have such interesting stories about your own career. I want to begin there and work up to the festival itself. So, l- let me begin with this question. I know in the early '90s. You were in Beijing's East Village. You were documenting the artist scene there, the performance art, and this became a project that you then called a diary. But 
I really don't know how the camera first came into your hand and how you wound up taking photographs uh, in Beijing's East Village then. So tell me, tell me the early stories of you deciding photography was a way to spend your life. 好,很高兴在这里和大家分享。Okay, so speaking of the early days in Beijing, um, so I actually returned to Beijing the day before yesterday. So this year marks the 30th years I have been in Beijing. And actually, I haven't been back to Beijing for more than, uh, for more than one year. And the taste, the smile of Beijing are very familiar to me when I arrived in Beijing two days ago. Uh, two days ago. So uh, when I was young, I wanted to be a painter instead of a photographer. So I took a test, I took an exam to go to into a art college as a, uh, so to take into the art college in the in the department of the painting for three years. So, but I failed, I failed that exam. Uh, by chance, in that summer vacation, so after I failed my exam, I feel very sad and uh, I decided to go to the photo studios in my village. And then I borrowed a camera. I used that camera to, to take the photos about my sister, my family. And at that time, the staff working in the uh, photo studios like treat me very well. And he told me some basic knowledge of the photography. And at that time, in the, in the dark room, in that dark room, I saw the development. Uh, I saw my photos and take by myself. And I felt very exciting. And I feel shocked about how, how exciting I was. So the shock of the image makes me decided to, uh, to be a photographer. And I think like the, the photography and the painting, they have the some similarity. And the photography is also a kind of way to portray to portray the world. Okay, now what, what brought you to urban photography and street photography and you know that community of artists versus landscapes or you know less socially oriented photography? Um, in fact, I want to add the I want to add more about the story just now, and then go back to answer your question. So, at that time, at that time, cameras were very expensive in China, and actually, my father didn't want me to go to Beijing or to continue to pursue my dream as a photographer. So uh, he wanted me to to work with work with him, and so uh, he offered me ten thousand yuan a year, and and I need to work I need to work for them for three years, and actually at that time in China. Thirty thousand yuan is actually a lot. It's a, it's a lot for the student, for a student at that time. So, however, I decided to go to Beijing. I, start, uh, I decided to go to Beijing. At that time, my brother was very kind to me and bought me my first camera, and Monota, a uh, Konikon Monota 700. 
So, so then I come to Beijing. At the beginning, I arrived in Beijing. I didn't live in the East Village. So when I arrived in Beijing, I didn't went to East Village immediately. So in fact, I choose to go to some college to study photography, and I also want to I also want to read some books because at that time Beijing is the center of everything. But at that time,、uh, reality was completely different from my dream. So everything is totally new for me. So although every day was very flash, I went to shoot some photographs about the Great Wall to go to the grassland every day. But money was quickly spent. So later, later, I have no choice. I have no choice. I have to leave. I have to go to live in the East Village. So at that time, East Village is very cheap. So when I arrived there, I realized that there is a lot of artists, a lot of poor artists like me living in that village. And at that time, East Village is the best choice for me because it is very convenient and it is very close to the Beijing Academy of Art and Craft. So, at there, I met a lot of the artists and people who are really close to my style, really close to my style, and a lot of the a lot of boys that have long hairs like me, and they have the ponytails and. I just realized that shooting those landscape and shooting the society outside of the, this village is too far away for me, and they, and those landscapes, the,、uh, the society has nothing to do with me. I just see around, and I realized that I can solve myself from them. So I decided to to take some photos about the people around me, such as Zhang Huan. Ma Liu Men and Zhuo Xiao Zhu Zhou. Those artists are very.、Uh, those artists are very famous in China right now. And at that time, I decided to take photos about themselves, about them, and then、uh, I can see myself through those photographs. I, at that time, I wanted to express myself like this. I took them. Is that why you called that first project a diary? Ah.、Uh... Um, I actually have no idea about why I call this diary because at that time I had a younger sister、uh, living in the East Village. I told my younger sister how to draw, but she gave up after drawing for a year, living in the East Village. At that time, I want to tell my sister through my photography that there are many artists living in the East Village. And I tried to I tried to tell her that there is a group, there is the artist group there, and everyone is very chatty and pure. So when I start taking the photos about them, I want to let people I want to let people know that there is a group of artists living in this village, and I want to document the story about those people after so because. The urbanization, the East Village is is gone. The East Village is gone. 
But a lot of the artists are also going to jail because of some reasons. And I just want to document that time and let people know that in the past, there's a group of artists living in Beijing. And also, I also, I also treasure that time very much and trying to use the photography to document those time to uh, let me to let me to remember uh, that's very good time for me. 一些志同道合者，所以它是一个群体，在那个时代，我觉得是非常有意义的嘛。嗯哼，we we are going to get up to the festival here in just a minute, but but there's a couple other stories from your past that I really I, I just want to hear more detail on, and and one of my favorite has to be how you met Inri, how you met your wife. It's it's 1999. You're in Japan. You're at an exhibition. And you see these photographs, but you don't speak Japanese, and she doesn't speak Chinese. This may be the only photographic love story that I know. So t- tell me about those first couple days when you saw the pictures and and you went to meet her, and what in the world happened? Actually, uh, my my English and my Japanese are not really good right now. So, but I should be I should be very grateful for photography for all of this. Uh, photography has opened a door has opened a door to uh, to the world for me. So, I remember I remember in 1999 I had an exhibition in Tokyo and at that time I met Ingrid for the first time. So photography made me know about Ingrid and we look at each other's work and I found that we are connected. I found that the photography, the language of the photography surpassed every language of the world and Photography doesn't need to translate. We are just connected. That, that is beautiful. You put your two names together for everything that you've done since. You know, much like musicians that are duets, that are harmonizing, will always put their names together. Do you see yourself as, as a harmonizing pair photographically? <laughs> Uh, I actually have no idea about that. So it would be very nice if our combination would be like a symphony. So at that time, when I met Ingrid, we went to Great Wall together and we decided to be together at that time in Beijing. And also we decided to put our name together. But at that time, she was an independent artist shooting her work in Tokyo. And I was independently, uh, independently shooting mine in Beijing. So. At that time, although we are in the, we are living in the different, uh, we are in the different time and space. So, but our work was together, and then we decided to put our name together. And, and it's it's really heartwarming as well as aesthetically beautiful to see. 
the names together, the works together and stuff. But I, I want to jump forward here a little bit because you've got a great career going on and 2007 comes along. You decide to start uh, Three Shadows, the, phot- the Photography Arts Center. You wanted to create a photo book library in China. What, what made you come up with that idea? What was the need for a photo book library? Oh, yes. Uh... 对,三叶堂,因为他当时其实,怎么说呢,其实。So, because at that time, Ingrid came to China in 2000, so we create work together, we're shooting together, and our works were collected and exhibited all around the world. So the year 2000 was completely different from the previous years. So at that time, the society was opened and uh, economic was developing. At that time, a lot of foreign curators and artists came to China. So I began to actually communicate with those foreign countries. Uh, I realized that in China, there's no photography museum or library. So I remembered when I first came in Beijing, I had a hard time finding photography books in the early years. When I was in abroad, I found that photography books are very easy to find, especially like in Japan. So I'm asking myself, why China, why, why, why China doesn't have a photography library? So my belief as an artist is to create that space, not only a library, but also a space for photographer, for photography artists to display their work, to disseminate their work. So I create a space dedicated to photography. And and our belief as a photographer allowed us to achieve this. So now we have the Three Shadow Photography Art Center. We have the space for artists to exhibit their work. We have the darkroom to let them to, dis- uh, to produce their work. And we also have a library to allow those artists, to allow those young artists to have a great communication with the photography artworks abroad. Let's take just a quick break. We hope very much that you are enjoying today's episode. The very fact that you are listening to this podcast suggests that photography means a lot to you. And if that's the case, you might want to have a look at Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. We truly believe that excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit readframes.com to find out more about our publication. And now, back to today's conversation. You you have, I read, more than 5,000 photography books in the Arts Center now. Tell me what it's like when you see somebody come in and they start opening the pages of these books. 
So actually, when when Three Shadows was first established, they will only have have five hundred books. So so I remember at that time, all of those books、uh, were bought by me and Ingrid. In person at that time from the abroad,、um, so at the beginning, I I found that a lot of young people in China they do not buy photography books because at that time photography books are a little bit too expensive for young people. So, but now because、uh, many young people will start to buy their own photography books or even make their own photography books. So even now, with so many、uh, informations, we are living in the information boom、uh, times.、Uh, photography books are still very popular.、Uh, are still very popular because I know that good things will always survive. Okay. And so you you have the art center. You have a wonderful career going on. Where does this idea of a partnership with France come along? Oh, 对，这个是一个呃非常偶然的机会。其实，呃。So that is a, a very、uh, virtuous opportunity. So the first time I went to Alice to France was in two thousand and two thousand and seven. It's actually on the third day of the opening of the Three Shadow Photography Art Center in Beijing. So I was I was an artist participating in that year's. Arlos Photo Festival. So I knew Arlos friends when I was very young. I knew that Arlos is where Van Gogh、uh, used to work. So the second time I went to Arlos was in 2009, and at that time I went to Oracle Photo Conferences as a curator. And at that time, I met my friends,、uh, Brandnice and Jimmy, who is also a curator. I also met Francis Hebel,、uh, the director of Alice. So at that time, because in Beijing, Cao Changdi, where photography art centers were located, would be demolished because of the urbanization. So we want to bring Alice. To Cao Changdi, to make and actually influence、uh, to Beijing government or to the、uh, the whole society to realize that how important Cao Changdi is, because at that time Cao Changdi、uh, has a lot of the art centers, have a lot of the art galleries, and we try to make the influence. So from 2010 to 2012, we held the. Alice in Beijing, Cao Changdi Photo Springs. So it was a very, it was very meaningful for Chinese photography, and also very meaningful for for the place for Cao Changdi, the place which is very important for every artist in Beijing. So、uh, I believe, like the bringing to bringing Alice to China, is very, very valuable. It's very important for the Chinese photography scene. 我觉得还是非常有意义的吧。
Oh, absolutely. I'm reading here that a French diplomat, Nicolas Pillarel, you know, in an opening speech at the festival, you know, called the Three Shadows Festival the most important photography festival in China. That's a heck of a compliment. Do you feel that way? Do you feel that, that this is the top of the pyramid right now in China? Uh, <laughs> so by saying my by saying the event that I joined it, I'd be part of it in person is not actually not very modest. But I would like to say that what I was down in Chaochangdi is very meaningful. Uh, through the activity, through the photography event, we have united with the galleries and many people to participate in the protection, to protect our community, to protect our, the community for the art. So when I brought Alice to Beijing, I realized that the possibility of the photography. And I would like to discover the infinite possibilities of photography. So now, the hours landed in Fujian, my hometown, and we established Jimei Aulis International Festival. So our current team has achieved a very good one. So, and we have we have a very uh, professional team and to discover the possibilities of the art of the photography and in regarding to the comment of our photography uh, to our photo festival, I think we have to give it a comment to the time to let the time to see our value. Oh, that, that is very cool. Uh, as we record the eighth festivals going on, you have the Discovery Award, you have the Curatorial Award, you have the wonderful uh, and just you know, fascinating Horizon Project. D- tell me what I would see if I was attending. T- tell me what the energy and the excitement of the festival is today. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy Alice International Festival actually has many units. So in addition to the six exhibitions from Alice, there are also exhibitions from all all around the world. So this year we invited Thailand to be part of our exhibitions unit. And this unit is called Greetings from Thailand. So in the past, we invited Korea, Japan, Indonesia, and Singapore, a lot of the countries from from Asia. And uh, in the past, there are a lot of the people from Fujian province go to abroad to go to those countries to make a living. I want to bring the, the greeting from Thailand and greeting from the other Asian countries uh, to the Jimei to show the history of uh, Chinese immigrants and also try to show the history of the photography at that time. And this unit, greeting from the Asian countries, I tried to build a bridge between the China and all those Asian countries. 
and also in Xiamen, where the exhibitions was where the exhibition is held, there are also a lot of the local artists. And if you know about the history of the Xiamen, of the Xiamen art. Xiamen Dadaism, Xiamen Dada art is very important in the Chinese photography scene. We are also invited a lot of the local artists to our Jimmy Allard International Festival, and also we extend our festival to the Gulangyu Islands, which is a formal colony of which is a formal colony, and now it's a very beautiful island in Xiamen. And also we bring our Jimmy Allard International. National festivals to uh, Fuzhou, the capital of the Fujian province. 呃，在地项目是也值得去看的。除了你看摄影的展览，呃，我觉得 ，If you can come to Xiamen, come to China, I also invite you to、uh, to try the Xiamen food and also experience the Xiamen. So Xiamen is actually very uh livable city. So you must slow down to go around to check, uh, to check the uh the beautiful buildings, the uh Xiamen universities, to go to the Gulangyu Island, uh, and especially don't forget to have a taste. Of the salmon's tea to uh, to have this, some food and also walk around to experience the beautiful city. Long, very relaxing, Oh man, there are many photo festivals in the world that I have yet to get to, and I think this one's just moved to the top of the list. I imagine it is breathtaking at every turn. Rong Rong, thank you very much. I appreciate the time you've spent with us. It is a fascinating career and a fascinating festival. Best of luck. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.、Oh. Yep, boy. Thank you. Thank you very much for for your help and your translations. I'm I'm impressed. That was great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Frames, because excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit us at www.readframes.com. <laughs>